Because it looks like a best when you write it out. Oh. I got very confused. You said, I told you 8EST, but it when you write it like that, the 8 looks like a B. I told you so best. I told you best. <laughs> I'm like, what? What, you, what did you th- I don't understand what's going on here. Anyway. How you been? I'm good. Are you drinking a Frankenstein margarita um, tonight? Not drinking nothing. You know what I'm I had? Dr- I'm drinking a Frankenstein tea that I'd like to talk about, but tell me what oh. you had first. Oh, well, that sounds fascinating. Uh, I, I got nothing. Why don't you Why don't you go ahead? Okay, I made a really weird tea that mm. is chamomile, tart cherry juice, ginger, and turmeric. Ginger. Ooh, turmeric is uh, turmeric is pretty um, harsh. It is. It is. It's a harsh tea. Yeah. Um, how it's supposed it? to be it's supposed to be good for your joints and such. You know. Yeah, turmeric is what like anti-inflammatory. Yeah, I've got the joints of an 85-year-old woman, so. Oh wow! Did you uh, kill her and uh, take, <laughs> rip them from her body? No. Mm. But now that well, you say it, it does sound like that. Okay. It does. Yeah, when you say that, yeah. Um. There, uh, let's see, I had an exciting weekend. I went to a bar, a new bar, and uh, it was like a hipster bar. And, uh, or no, this was at a old, it was at an old bar. So I, I so I've become a, a local at a new, at a new bar and a historic, historic bar. And, um, I went in there and I asked them to, to do me a special shot. And, uh, they looked at me weird because the shot is called, get this. It's a buffalo slut. <laughs> you are totally shameless. Yeah, pretty pretty shameless. So I went in there and uh, and I I heard I heard it from uh, a guy who um, another uh, guy on another, equally shameless. Yeah, oh definitely on the, I think it was on the Rockpile Report Buffalo Bills podcast and uh, I don't think this is a real shot. I think they just made it up and they wanted to see who would be dumb enough to take to taste it and I did and this is what it is. It's Jägermeister, which I like, 
It's peach schnapps, Ooh. which I have I am indifferent about. And then it has Tabasco in it. What? Now, I like Tabasco on its own, but that doesn't uh, go with any of those things. That doesn't really go with any of those things. And uh boy, you really taste it when you have it. And the thing is I don't think they really said what the um, proportions were. So I just like, eh, just throw them all together. Let's see what happens. And wow, man, it definitely cleared my... They just like threw all, you know, possibilities into a jar and just pulled out three things to come up with that drink. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Because, uh, wow. Yeah, definitely clears up your sinuses. It reminds me of, have you ever had a prairie fire? No. Okay, a prairie fire tastes like what it sounds like. It is, uh, at least when I had it, it was a uh, a shot of uh, tequila with a, a bunch of, a shot of um, Tabasco sauce in it. It's pretty good. Why would you do that, though? Why well, would you do that to yourself? Yeah, I, think yes. I mean, each of those two things are good separate, yeah. but you yeah. can't put those things together. It's not like tart cherry juice and chamomile, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, you can't say it right because it's chamomile, uh, first of all. Chamomile. Uh, chamomile. <laughs> Why do you make it? I hate the word meal. Can't wait. Dude, oh my god, you hate so many words. Why are you? Why are you in this constant like war with says, words? Do you, do you want to have a meal with me? It sounds so weird. I'd like a to have meal. lunch with you. I don't want a meal. No. I also don't want to have supper. I want to have dinner. People say that. You People don't want to sup. Are you no, I don't a, want to sup. You're not a supper. <laughs> well tell me what the difference is between supper and dinner other than one sound and stupid i don't know um it is weird that we say bre- uh, to break fast right which means right? to break the fast like right. everybody's fasting overnight no one's fasting overnight you're, you're sleeping you're you're it's well or you're eating at two in the morning no you don't do that yeah. wait I don't know. No, I control myself, lady. As we spoke, <gasps> as we spoke before, I uh, I don't have cravings because I have drowned them in my. I mean, if you wake milk. up at two in the morning and you want to have peanut M and M's, you should. Yeah, that's I don't wake up. Well, no, that's when I have almonds. <laughs> I do. Right before to go, to, right before I go to sleep, if I if I'm a little bit hungry, I uh, I I throw uh, a, a small handful of almonds in my throat and then I choke and then as I. As much as you discuss um, or talk about almonds and tequila, I think it makes up like 90% of your food groups. Tequila almonds, tequila almonds doesn't quite work. No. It doesn't quite work. It doesn't. Um, I wanted to talk about our long national nightmare being over, which is that tire elk has been freed after two years. Oh, did you see that? You saw that story? Well, you posted it in the Papillons, right? I think I did. I think I did post it in the Papillons. We have a special Papillons DMs uh, where we post all our garbage uh, trash links of uh of news that i can't use and uh it's fat it's awesome and then they sometimes they debate mostly they make fun of me um i try to go in there and like uh talk big about myself and then they shoot me down it's every time every time it's pretty great yeah yeah so uh so anyway you want to see me uh knock down a few pegs you can you can give us money at the papillon at the patreon and then you become a papillon and then you can join the papillon demonium that's right anyway so we talked about i don't think we really talked about it but uh, no we didn't but elk has had 
a tire around his neck for two That's years. That's awful. And it's, it's like, it's a big tire. It's not yeah. like a, a bicycle tire. It's like it wasn't tight, so he was, you know, he could live. But yeah, that's gotta be, that's gotta be, it's gotta be tiring. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right. But um, I didn't even think about it before I said it, but yeah. Um, and uh, and you made the comment that must have been so weird when he woke up. And he didn't have a tire <laughs> well, not only that, is they cut off his antlers to get it off. So he woke yeah. up and he was missing his antlers and his necklace. Must have been yeah. very confusing. That's like girls when they have really long hair and then they trim it really short and then they they like feel like they are their heads really yes. light. I That's wouldn't right. know what that. Um, yeah. But the thing that the thing that was making me so mad is all the people in the comments that were talking about, well, why didn't you try to cut the tire off? Why didn't mm-hmm. you try that? Well, they did. If you'd click the article that was like in the first <laughs> paragraph, they tried that. Oh my gosh! See what I've done? Me so See mad. what I've done? I've done this. I did this. I made you hate people for. It makes me so angry. Just, yeah, just click right. it. Click, click the article. It. Oh my gosh! Why didn't they think of click that? The damn article. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They've been um, trying for like two years to get this tire off of this elf. They've been. I hope he gets another one. Repeatedly trying. That would be great. Maybe he like wants to differentiate himself from the other elks. Anybody Wouldn't that be sad that? if they yeah. just stole yeah. his his defining characteristic yeah. and now he's really yeah, yeah, sad yeah. and he's also yeah. missing his antlers now? Yeah. What if he's like bagging all the elk babes because he's got you know he's different. He's he looks different from the other uh, elks and now he's just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Anyway, it is sad. So uh, let me see. You posted something that made me laugh, and uh, I'm in a great mood because the Buffalo Bills obliterated the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations! So Going to be a very happy uh, podcast because I've been so happy since Sunday evening. Is this story the one you talked about where you laughed so hard that someone in your household th- thought you had choked on an almond? Um, no, this is a different one. This is just happened today, or no, it was okay. yesterday. You put? Oh no, it might have been. Well, anyway, I'll put. I'll talk about it anyway we're already starting walling it but um uh oh my tv is asking me if i'm still watching no i mean i kind of am whatever keeps yeah keeps um so wendy rogers az wendy what is she what is this lady what is she running for (laughs) i'm I'm laughing thinking about it (laughs) yeah she's a nut right like she's uh yeah She's pretty close to QAnon. She's pretty. She's like, oh, oh, the election's fake. Blah blah blah. Let's go Trump. All that stuff. She's a nut. She's a little yes. bit of a nut. And so she tweets this. So like these people have figured this out. All these shameless politicians. That if you just toss out a few tweets about you know um, culture war crap BS, it's really meaningless. Um, they, uh, I mean, it's not meaningless, but it's not some, meaningless, but no, but some is just in, dumb. In the way that you talk about it, it can yeah. either matter or not matter. Yeah, and they don't really yeah. care. No, right? They're just trying to get retweets, and right? Donations and whatever. But anyway, so Winnie Rogers, um, this is what she tried to tweet, and then I'll tell you what she actually tweeted. So she said, "Oh, this is about Superman being gay, and uh, so dumb. The new comic book is uh, right. is about Superman gay." And uh, and she says, Superman loves Lois Lane, period. Hollywood is trying to make Superman gay, and he is not. Just rename the new version Superman so we can all know the difference in a voice. <laughs> she's, a, she's a trick, wow. That's Man, that would get John Gruden fired if he ever said Oh, my God. It. 
Um, that's not what she tweeted, however. Oh, that's what she meant to say. Tweeted, Superman loves Lewis Lane. <laughs> so it was just a typo, but she meant to say Superman loves Lois Lane, but she actually wrote Superman loves Lewis Lane. Which is not true. That's false. She would not pass a fact check if she had to go through one with that. Oh my god! The first time I read it, I was so confused. I was like, (laughs) "Is she? Is she? Is she pro Superman and Lewis Lane?" Right. That's what it sounds like, right? She's not okay. She's not upset that he's gay. She's upset at his choice of mates because she wants him to go out with Lewis Lewis Lane. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, at least it, at least you did, you know, make him uh, uh, a person of color and then no. it would be Reese Lane. Oh, Reese Lane. That's what I actually that's what I read it because my eyes are Mexican and they see. Uh, did you really read it that way? Did yeah, that, I did. Did that confuse you even more when you read it? No? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I think that was it. I laughed so hard. Someone near me said, are you choking on almonds? <laughs> Which is not funny. It's it is funny because I imagine you get asked that daily. No. No, not really. But uh, how many candy yams did you eat today, ma'am? I've had no candy yams last, since last week. Listeners. And it's not because you shamed me. It's just oh. because I wasn't craving them. Oh, oh are you mastering your cravings? <laughs> Listener, the candy yam ma'am ate no candy yams. That's this, right. Update. That's good. Um. Uh, uh. Let's see. Uh. What? Okay. It's again. I think that's it for my list. Is that it? Wait a second. There's no Halloween update. Oh, is there a Halloween update? Oh, okay. Well, all right. So listen, I gave up on the. <laughs> I gave up that's on sad. Halloween crap at the 99 cent store. Well, all right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. I went back to the off-brand 99 cent store, and um, uh, this is what I bought. I bought a bunch of um, um craft uh stuff and i um and now i'm making my own uh stuff because i I don't like the stuff that actually a a a short uh diminutive little hispanic girl asked me to make something specially for our halloween decorations so that's what i'm doing but uh but yeah let's see i went to target there was nothing at target really why did it go down the aisle so maybe that did (laughs) why would you go there and not go down the aisle why would Target for other stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this report really sucks. Our <laughs> uh, Target had no Halloween stuff. I didn't go down the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's your uh, that's your report for um, this week. Okay. All right. Well, can we get a picture of whatever it is you created? Oh yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, is that really all that's on your list? Uh no, I mean oh no 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 I have a, let me see I have other stuff let me see we're gonna have a very oh, short oh man podcast. I have a good one I have a really 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 good one uh let's see I saved it I didn't want to send it to you because I always ruin I ruin them if I send them to you early I want you to respond to this brilliance um okay, okay. all right first of all let's see there's a whole landscape thing the landscaper thing um which which you okay you figure this out before I, I I could say anything about it, which is that 
people are exaggerating what California did. Now, what California did is right. really stupid. It's still dumb, you know, to ban uh, the sale of uh, landscape equipment and whatever. And I think that it is going to hurt a lot of small businesses, but it's being misreported as if they banned all electric. Right. Um, uh, gas powered. Yeah, stuff. gas powered stuff. And that's not the case. So what they did is kind of like it's they took a half step on the way towards banning them, which is ultimately what I, I think they want to do. Right. But what they said is, is we're going to ban the sale of gas powered um, uh, equipment, land, landscape equipment in 2024. So now, you got you got a couple of years to plan, people. So you got yeah. So I got a couple of years to. Uh, well, no, I mean I have all my gas-powered landscape. Just I'm I, you know most Mexicans are born with it, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah. So if you have a, a leaf blower, if you have a lawnmower, and they're uh, gas-powered, you're fine. But what you can't do is you can't buy new ones. So that's the deal. Now that's still pretty crippling for it is. the. The landscape economy in California because it is massive and uh and I and I know about this because it's in my blood and I'm Mexican but uh but apart from that uh I do I do think it's it's going to be a problem it's just being misreported as if this uh, you know it's, it's, it's as most things are as most things are right um but I, I so for for uh, one of the articles I read pointed out that um it will be a a big problem because uh. Now these landscapers are going to have to carry like tons and tons of batteries for right. their equipment, and it's very prohibitive, right? And so all of that, the the price of landscaping is going to go up. But they said, for example, a gas-powered commercial riding lawnmower costs seven thousand to eleven thousand dollars, but its zero emission equivalent costs more than twice that Holy amount. Holy smokes! Are you serious? So for for these small businesses. You know, it's going to be it's going to be very difficult. So what but does it cover I, in terms of, of the? is it just leaf blowers or is it also going to move into like other lawn equipment? Uh, it Yeah, it's it's uh, lawnmowers, it's leaf blowers, it's uh, like hedge trimming stuff, anything that you use. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that expensive. Yeah, it does not include. Um, it's not going to include other gas-powered stuff like uh, ATVs or, or other things like that. Boy. But what they point out is that these things, because they're um, they're small engine stuff, they're way less efficient than your cars are. Right. And so in California, the emissions that you get from just like lawnmowers and and uh, leaf blowers is actually about the same that you do from cars, which is huh. insane. That is insane. As you would think people drive way more than uh, than than people use like lawnmowers and uh, leaf blowers. But there are so many Mexicans in California that, you know, I'm not going to make that joke. But you anyway, already did. Just, I guess I did. I guess I did. did. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. is there any kind of blowback in California to this? Like, well, there's going to be a leaf blowback. <laughs> <laughs> Any blowback is going to have a lot of leaves in it. <laughs> All of your jokes are corny tonight. You just walked into that one, yeah. I'm just in such a good mood. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying, are people not thinking this is a little insane? 
No? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do think that you're, you're going to see that, and all of this stuff, you know, it just kind of erodes uh, uh, people's like uh, faith in in Democrats. But yeah. but Democrats can do this. They can they can overshoot because they have such a stranglehold over politics. But that makes me so angry. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, problem is, is there no point? Is there no point at which people go, "Hey, now this is a little bit too far." No. Yeah. 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 I well, um, I, I, I keep saying this. I, I do think that the economy is so big and so strong, and California's is definitely, you know, one of those that you can you can give it a few body blows and it's fine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is gonna this is gonna um, make it much harder for people to have uh, these small businesses for landscaping, but they're right. gonna figure it out. You know, it's gonna make them less efficient in terms of profiting. They'll um, have to increase their prices and pass that along yeah. to their customer. Yeah. And they will. So that's what's gonna happen. Um, that's, that's dumb. It. Yeah, it is dumb. But but I mean, look, that happens already in, in so many different ways. And we talk about how inefficient stuff is um, just because uh, we we are so productive that that we can absorb those costs. And that's not good. But that also means it's not, you know, apocalyptic that all the right. stuff that happens. So. Uh, all right. That's well, it. Can I can I say something related, but not me. really, but not really related? You know, right. you're talking about how a lot of the media is covering this, but covering it wrongly. Mm-hmm. I got so upset over that David Chappelle story, the one oh, yeah. about Netflix. Um, I guess we can yeah. talk about the David Chappelle thing too, but this is kind of tangential to it in that there was a story that came out about a trans activist who works for Netflix in some capacity. I, I don't think they're a writer or anything. I think they work in IT or something, but in kind of protesting Netflix, not kicking David Chappelle off their website. This person wrote a really long thread about how harmful it was, blah, blah, blah. Twitter, yeah. yeah. Yes, on Twitter. And so The Verge wrote an article saying that this person had been suspended after writing a Twitter thread about how harmful the stand-up comics show was. But that's not what happened. This person and two other people were suspended because they crashed a leadership team meeting at Netflix, which yeah. is way different. <laughs> which is way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is this is a trick that uh, headline writers do. It's it's clickbait and it's misleading. And so, after has many different senses, right? The word right. can mean uh, exactly. uh, like. Time-wise, like this thing happened after this thing happened, but your mind uh, thinks that it's causal, and that's the trick. Is it's that technically they, true? It's technically. technically true, but it's clearly misleading. It's trying to make you think that Netflix did it because of this thing, right. which may be true, but you don't know that. And right. what Netflix specifically said is that they did it because these morons uh, interrupted a uh, uh, an executive meeting and yeah it's misleading and it's not fair and and what it does it's it's you know again it's one of these little examples of how people get self-radicalized because the media is lying to them and, and making
making them think that things are more extreme than they actually are. And Netflix absolutely has a right to do that. If you're, you know, disrupting meetings, give me a freaking break. Right. You know, if you did that, if if uh, somebody did that because they were against masks, do you think they, they would report it that way? No, of right. course not. Right. If somebody did it for some other, you know, a right wing reason like uh, like, you know, Donald Trump's uh, election or something, they would right. absolutely not not portray it that way. But in this case, because they want to make it seem as if Netflix is being unfair to transgender uh, employees, they write it this way. Right. And it's dumb and it's stupid and it's super annoying. Uh, um, Netflix, they, uh, Net, in their statement, they specifically say right. we we are not against uh, employees speaking whatever they want to say. They can do that. You know, what they're against is interrupting a meeting. And right. You kind of screw up your point if you go on a tirade on Twitter and then you interrupt a meeting yeah. unless you know the media is going to misrepresent what you do, which is what they did. So. Well, that kind of behavior has just been mainstreamed over the last couple of years, starting yeah. on college campuses. And then, you know, I know Twitter isn't real life, but you have companies that respond to that kind of behavior usually and bow to that kind of pressure because they don't want to be represented on Twitter as not being politically correct. Yeah. And that's annoying, first of all. <laughs> Just, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Netflix or a lot of the decisions that they make. Yeah. Um, right. And I'm sure the decision they made it was not any kind of altruistic, you know, reason of defending somebody's rights to stay something in comedy. It's money. Money's the reason why. But right. you have other companies that are making decisions out of fear. Um and not necessarily because they're worried about money, because the segment of the population that really cares about that is incredibly small. Um, most of the population doesn't agree with a lot of these crazy leftist positions. And um, I guess what I'm saying is I wish more companies <laughs> would care more about the money and make their decisions based on greed rather yeah. than just kowtowing to a bunch of nutty people that are screaming in their boardrooms. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Is that is that the, that's why they do do this is because they're trying to get uh, you know if, if enough people in in uh, in enough people of the audience uh, says that they want this, then they have to right tell tell to the audience. But right now, I don't think enough people do, which is why you know I I think they're attacking Dave Chappelle because he is just saying something that is you know pretty obvious about uh, human nature and about um, you know, regular nature. But uh, he's, he's saying mainstream thoughts in a crude, yeah. crude way. But sure. what yeah. he's saying is the mainstream, not what these activists are proclaiming. But if you were yeah. to read it in the media, that's not <laughs> that's not how it's presented. It's no, not presented right. in, in accurate proportions is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty ridiculous. I'm really glad he did that because uh, – that dude is, you know, um, multi multimillionaire. He's pretty much, uh, you know, untouchable. He can do whatever he wants. Right. But we really need people like that to defend, you know, the 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 not crazy position because it is being deplatformed all over the place. It and is. and it's it is. I do think it's a small segment of the population that's doing this. But uh, I tweeted this. It didn't get a lot of retweets, I think, because people are uh, afraid of of admitting it. But but I, I have seen this that it seems to me there's a real concerted effort 
among some activists to attack the black community for because they're very um they're not very open to transgender um they're the, definitely the more agenda. more traditional yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and uh and so i'm seeing this um uh, in in just you know with my tra- my travels through media that there's a there's a real campaign to um to like deplatform blacks who speak out against it and then to raise up uh those who are who are like woke you know black yes. uh, uh celebrities and activists and it really bothers me and so oh, it's really yeah. it's really good to see uh Dave Chappelle you know kind of battle back against it and also for for um Netflix to literally say like this was one of the more popular right. uh, comedy specials <laughs> that we have. The more, have. You, the more like, you tell people gonna... <laughs> that it's awful, the more they're going to click on it. <laughs> yeah, right. It was pretty great. But so, you know, uh, you, you were just saying that about um, you know deplatforming and stuff. I had sent you this last week, probably when the Dave Chappelle thing came out, because he specifically mentioned how there was no um, backlash when rapper the baby. Um, shot somebody in Walmart (laughs) but he made some homophobic comments at a concert and he's basically been um, erased Erased. yeah (laughs) and I mean erased I don't know about where y'all live but in Atlanta you can't turn on a radio without hearing a Dua Lipa song and it was Dua Lipa featuring the baby for like every five minutes for three months. I was like, do they have other songs to play? Apparently they yeah. did not until right. the week that he made those comments and he has not been on the airwaves since then. Wow. And I was starting to think that I was imagining it. I was like, did they like completely erase him from the airwaves? And then when the Dave Chappelle thing came out and I didn't even, I don't, oh. I'm not a big follower of, yeah. Baby, but, sure. Right. Um, That's what I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice it because I just don't listen to uh, modern music anymore. But right. yeah. So when Dave Chappelle said that, and I thought, oh, that's yeah, and it's even crazier that he's actually killed somebody in a Walmart before, <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't yeah. enough to, you know, erase him. <laughs> Probably only added to his his career, unfortunately. Right. But it's just a this weird. I don't know, social economy that we have going on that it's it's totally legal for these different platforms to kick people off. I'm not saying that it's not, but it's really harmful and it's really frightening. And if the platforms themselves don't start policing their own behavior, you're going to have politicians that are going to take advantage of this and are going to actually make things worse. I think, by getting the government involved. But I don't know what the answer is. And it's sad if the answer is that we just have to rely on rich people that have enough money to tell everybody to F off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I'm definitely not saying that. Yeah. I'm just Um, saying, what are the other options here? You know, because they are, I mean, even on, was it on YouTube, kicked off some mainstream conservative um, group and only after the media backlash did they allow them to come back on, which is increasingly the only way you get get to be able to come back on. But there are people that are making claims that are not um, controversial, but they end up on a list of things you're not allowed to talk about, right? 
Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to talk about these things like, you know, the trans community and and pronouns if you don't agree with using the pronouns that people prefer, or you're going to risk getting kicked off. And I think that's kind of insane. Um, oh, yeah, it's definitely insane. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. There's got to be some some answer. You're probably well, going to say it's it's no. beautiful, beautiful capitalism. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no, actually, I'm glad you say that. I don't think there has to be an answer. Why can't it just be a process? Just like uh, just like your uh, your crush, uh, your your uh, crush uh, CW says, you know, um, I mean, a lot of people say this, but he's the last one I remember saying this. You know, justice is not like an end point. It's a process. Right. American right. American justice depends on this, that that we go through a process and uh, it includes juries and includes uh, judges and whatever outcome we have, it's, it's not absolute truth. It's, it's the justice that we, that we can get given the audience, the, the evidence that we can, that we can arrive, uh, that we can arrive to. It's the same thing here. Like this is democracy. This is the Republic in action and we're working through it, right? There's no answer. There's just like, we have to go back and forth. There's this pendulum that swings and we arrive to some kind of uh, resolution years from now. But we're in it right now and we're battling back and forth. And, you know, Dave Chappelle is is uh, is is going to help our side. But somebody else on their side is going to battle back. And that's it. It's a process. There's no answer. This <sighs> is just like the, the thing that I that I sent you that got me so upset. It was a little uh, it was a little exchange. With somebody who's well-meaning, I think, uh, you know, sometimes you get into these debates and you wonder if they're if they're honest or if they're not. Right. But um, but I posted, you know, one of the things that I get so upset about is that is that it seems to me parents really do give up uh, their yeah. uh, their their whole uh, you know uh, responsibility to wanting a, uh, a screen to raise their kids because it's convenient. Yeah. And if you point it out, people get very very upset. But um, but anyway, so I tweeted about that because I want to shame parents into banning uh, <laughs> their their kids off of social media. Because what I see so often in the in news reports is how many times uh, kids get groomed by pedophiles yes. on social media. And the one that you you pointed out, the latest one was uh, was actually on Xbox, which yeah, is which is frightening because that's the one thing where you think, well, at least they're not on Snapchat, they're not on Instagram, right. they're just right. playing a game. Just playing a game. But if those are connected to the internet and you have these things where you can talk to other people. Um, that's people, you know, pedophiles are actively seeking after kids that way. And so this, um, so yeah, I read that today. I actually said it yesterday, but today was, uh, the scumbag in, uh, Louisiana, um, uh, tricked this 15 year old into thinking that he, a girl into thinking that he was also her age and then, uh, he befriended her. And then he said, if you don't meet me on this day, then we're never going to have contact again. And just out of desperation, she met him and then he you know, did horrible things to her and got her drunk. And he, luckily they arrested him, but she's still going to face the trauma of going through right. this. And it's like, what? What are you people getting out of out of having your kids be on social media uh, right. apart from babysitting like I, and I, I do hear these horror stories. Man, I hear very terrible. I mean, that's one side. The other side is 
these kids get addicted, even if they're not groomed by pedophiles, but they get addicted to their screens because they have less uh, judgment than you and I do. And we both know that we're addicted to our screens (laughs) as adults. It's even worse with kids. Why would you subject them to that? I've heard of parents who like they their their kids turn into monsters when you try to limit their or restrict their uh, access to social media and to their screens. That's really bad. It's really bad. So this is why I was trying to shame people into uh, banning their kids on social media. But this one this one guy started arguing he didn't really argue he was just like this is what you do on twitter is you give the most obvious simplistic answer to things because you think that that's what it should be right so he says there should be a kid's social media i said anytime a platform tries it pedophiles crack it it happened right. on youtube this is the thing that you sent right. me from a while ago where they yeah. where youtube tried to have this this kid section and of course you know that's where the pedos win right. because that's where you could find the kids and anytime anyone does this that's what happens so this guy says it should be closely monitored by parents and teachers. Of course, there are those who say it's abusive to place any limits on what kids can explore. Well, that's fine. But how do you get parents and teachers to monitor this massive you know, thing uh, right. that, that like uh, some platform is doing? Why would they do that just for free? Like it. Right. What are the mechanics of doing this? You know, so I said, look, the answer is pretty easy. Like you just keep them off of this thing. And he says, I don't think that's realistic. There have to be other options besides just trying to keep the technology off limits. And I'm like, why? Why do there have to be other options? The other options are not feasible. They're not working. We've tried them. You still have pedophiles seeking after your kids on social media. So I think there's a pretty simple answer here. And, And he comes back with, it just has to, like, why does there have to be an answer? Like, it doesn't right uh, you know it's it's kind of drives it's, it's a weird entitlement that we have now i think because we're so used to everything being simple and somewhere someone figures out a way to do whatever you want and put it on youtube but what we don't understand is there is a threat here and it is because of the technology that we've grown so accustomed to and that we're so dependent on that is the threat the answer that, right. that has like molded our minds to believe that there's always an answer is actually the threat to our children's minds and to our minds too. But anyway. Yeah. I, I don't envy um, parents who, well, especially maybe it's different with boys. I don't know. I guess boys are on social media too, but especially all the stuff has come out on Facebook and people can debate on how, um, that whistleblower came forward and everything, (laughs) but there's, but there's very little argument to the fact that Instagram has been harmful to young girls. It just, it has been, (laughs) you know, now you can debate um, where the responsibility falls for that because there are parents (laughs) that are not intervening and saying you're not allowed to be on that. Um, and I think that's probably the parents' job to do that. Government shouldn't be stepping in and dictating what can and cannot be done in terms of that, I don't think. But it's just um, you've got these kids that have grown up um, being accustomed to being on these things, and they're really the first generation that that has happened with, that has had this plethora yeah of social media options. So you don't really have a previous generation to look back on and say, well, how did that turn out? 
right. you know? So I don't think we, we know um, in the long term what kind of harm it's doing. And I do think parents should probably intervene more and set up more guardrails or just not allow it if you think it's being a danger to your child. I think it's a lot more dangerous than most parents can even contemplate. And I think so. Yeah, because you can't keep track of all this stuff. No. You know, you, it's, it's just so difficult. And kids like to me, children are like prisoners. You know, prisoners have <laughs> have all day and all week and all month and all year to figure out their little schemes to to do illegal things that that their captors don't want them to do. Kids are the same way. Like they don't have jobs. They, you know, they just sit around uh, looking for ways to scheme up things so that they can have fun that their parents don't want them to do. That's what they do. They're, they're, they're basically little prisoners. So they can sit there and figure out you know, <laughs> your, your parental uh, locks on your TVs. And uh, I mean, we all have stories about how we did that when we were kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> so because of that, I just think that, and the and the other thing is, you know, just what are you getting out of it? What's the trade-off? The trade-off is so pointless and minuscule, and, and I think that's where I got with this guy. Like, what, what are you getting at? What's the point? Like, what is so important about being on Instagram? What is so important about your 13-year-old being on Facebook when 10 years ago it didn't exist? Right. <laughs> I don't get it. It's just like people who say that, you know, you absolutely need iPads at schools. And I'm like, why? How about what, you what skills? Books? Yeah. Like, what skills are you learning from an iPad that a kid can learn to use when they're five? Like, I, you don't need it. Like, it, it drives me crazy. These, I feel like, so I, old. I want to rip out all of the technology from the oh, yeah. of the different schools and just absolutely give them, them textbooks. Yeah. Give oh, them textbooks. Have them yeah. write down notes. That's what I would do. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, I would. I would have them do everything on a chalkboard. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't. I don't see the benefit of all this technology. I really don't because yeah. because teaching at its essence isn't. It doesn't need any of that crap. It can it can help you. It but can. What I, but what but it I can see get in is the that, way also. Yeah, I think I think what in so many in so many ways our society is doing this, where we're throwing money at problems because we think that that's what'll solve them, when really it just takes work and it just takes effort. And and we're getting our society is so wealthy and rich that that. We want to solve problems by throwing money at it without doing the effort, without taking the effort and without doing the work. And that's the problem. I see that so all around us. I mean, it's just it, it drives me crazy. And that's another example, you know, um, of of uh, of that problem. But uh, <sighs> anyway, I have a very funny thing and you're ruining it by bringing. Sorry, up sorry, Yay. sorry, right. sorry, sorry. Right, Greetings. I just put this. Oh. Oh, you put a CW. Oh, no. Don't do this to me. What? This is how I know you're not listening to me. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I knew it was coming. All right. Well, let me read you this happy thing first. Okay. okay. So I sent it to you. This is fantastic. I don't know who this person is. It reminds me of her writing reminds me of that lady that you love. Um, oh, the the one, the blog S. Blog S. Yeah. And we yeah. all hope she's what happened to her? Um, she just oh. has very severe depression. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh. She tweets about that also. 
But oh, I didn't know that. Oh, she's yeah. also one of the funniest people ever on Twitter. Gosh, it's hilarious. Well, I got to read you this. Actually, okay. I'll read. Let me know if it's not funny because then I'll stop reading it. But I thought it was hilarious. Okay. So this lady, mom of no rank, says, which is a great name. She says, I bought this bag of Brax, Brax turkey dinner candy corn a while back and have been saving them for National Spooky Month. Can I ask you a question? Is it real? It looks like it's real. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm a registered dietitian, and this is my honest review as a nutrition professional. I'm one of 18. Oh, man, that's too long, but it's so funny. Here's an example specimen of each flavor. When you open the bag, you'll smell only the coffee ones. This is a transparent and deliberate attempt to lull you into a false sense of security. <laughs> Don't be a sucker. So these are candy corn, and they're supposed to, be in the, supposed to taste like a turkey dinner. Okay. Beans, roasted turkey, cranberry sauce, and stuffing. That does sound horrendous. And the turkey on the package looks does not look good either, so I don't know what they're going it? with. First of all, there is a special place in hell for whoever tried decided to make three of the flavors so similar in color. Oh, no. <laughs> in just world, this person would die alone surrounded by ugly pink floral wallpaper after a lifetime of petty disappointments with the sounds of a super fun and fashionable party absolutely everyone else was invited to drifting across the street. Wow. Really paints a picture. It really does. Top left is turkey and gravy. It is disturbingly, hauntingly like candied turkey. Wrong on every level. <laughs> Stuffing. This one is an unrepentant violation of the Geneva Convention. Tastes like hate and sage. So much sage. It's ironic because you'll need to burn sage to erase it from your psyche. <laughs> Top right is caramel apple pie. It's fine. Most prominent flavor is caramel with a surprisingly natural cinnamon background and then a crisp finish with just a faint whisper of oh de artificial flavoring that once spent 15 minutes in a room with an apple pie. <laughs> Wait, it's an apple pie scented Yankee candle. Oh, sir, the Yankee, oh yeah, it's a Yankee <laughs> candle with the lid closed. Brilliant. <laughs> Bottom left is an allegedly is allegedly cranberry sauce, which should have been a softball in the flavor development game. Instead, offers Neri. Uh, oh, there you go. Neri. Wow. Neri, she's my new favorite Twitter account. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you two are Neri worshippers. Neri a smidge. Yeah. What should have been a softball in the flavor department game instead offers nary a smidge of either cranberry or tartness. There is, however, the vaguest intimation of alkaloid bitterness best guess cotton candy cough drop oh, bottom middle is green beans friends it is unforgivable if you left a cup of green tea on the porch in bad weather for a week during which time it attained sentience <laughs> and plotting your demise and you hate green tea that's what this tastes oh, like <laughs> there's definitely some dirt in it and is that a hint of dead leaf or decomposing june beetle you'll have the stabbing pains of deep regret for company as you work that one out <laughs> oh my god so the, wait these are all what are they called candy uh corn? they're they're yeah no they're not candy corn yes these they are, are it says it right there on the back Right. It is candy corn. All right. These I didn't make that clear. These are candy corns. <laughs> and you didn't make it clear because you were unaware, apparently. <laughs> I didn't. It was so funny. I don't even know what the hell it's about. Lastly, bottom right is coffee. It's the best one, and it's terrible. It's, <laughs> 
It's what you hoped coffee would taste like when you were five. Alarmingly <laughs> sweet, kind of butterscotchy. Its second cousin, twice removed, has heard of coffee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the stuffing one is by far the worst flavor. It is appalling. Pepperidge Farms has apparently taken up training assassins. <laughs> I've met voodoo dolls with less evil intent. <laughs> The developer of this flavor deserves your disdain, and for that, I salute them. However, I think my personal pick for most offensive Thanksgiving food is the green bean. It's not green bean casserole, by the way. Oh, no. No umami here. Raw, unholy green in flavor as well as cover as color with a single one-note foghorn taste, like mowing the lawn with your oh, mouth. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> to, paraphrase, to paraphrase Douglas Adams, it is almost but not quite entirely unlike green beans. It's what you might get if you describe green beans to an alien who had been tasked with reproducing the flavor using only very inexpensive petroleum <laughs> esters. Wait, Easter's? Esters? I think it's esters. esters. And you never actually had green beans. Also, the alien hated its job. <laughs> Five stars. Everyone should get a bag. Set them out in a nice, inviting bowl. <gasps> Don't say a word. That's, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> that was like amazing. I laughed so hard it was great. I I laughed so hard it sounded like I was joking on almonds. Uh, I do that a lot. Uh, oh, is this like a Willy Wonka thing that they're trying to do? Like the the gum that tastes like a turkey dinner? No, I mean, look, this is uh, this is uh, late stage capitalism, right? Every, oh. every every product that has been around for more than five years has to have five different uh, combinations and alterations and whatever, because you're not going to buy the same old crap. You got to buy something new. But man, I might try this. Oh, yeah, you should put it out for for Halloween. <gasps> That's amazing. And you should challenge the children to eat it right in front of you. How you're about gonna, that? You're going to get arrested. I'm going to get arrested. Yeah, some some little kid dressed like a ninja is gonna. You're definitely gonna, gonna get injured. Stab my stomach with a plastic uh, knife, and then all these almonds are gonna spill out. And uh, oh, gross! All right, might as well talk about CW attacking. Uh, I haven't Ward. read it yet, so we don't have to talk about it if you don't want. But you I sent you I sent you an article earlier about Jonah, who made the awful suggestion. That we run a third party to assure our the fateful end of um, conservatives. Got it. We got to save it by killing it. Uh, basically, was oh, his argument. I'm pretty I, sure he said that. I think that was. Oh, no, that's not what he said. He said he he wants to kill off the. He wants to lessen. <laughs> the, he wants to weaken the influence of Trump conservatives in the GOP. And, right, uh, by assuring a Democrat is the next president of the United even, States. Did, did you even I read did. it? I did. I did read it. That's, not, did. What that's not what he said. <laughs> pretty sure that's what he said. I can't wait to read what CW wrote in response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this I just, I'll just read. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. You read it. Critics are not going to get the Republican Party they want by running a third party that is designed to, quote, play the role of spoiler, unquote, quote, throw the election to the Democrat, unquote, and, quote, cause the GOP some pain, unquote, a response to Jonah Dispatch, uh, which is Jonah Goldberg's name, whatever. Yeah, you know, I'll uh, I'll definitely read it. Um, I, I read Jonah's thing and uh, I didn't like the. 
the headline, but when I read it, it, it seemed uh, not as extreme as uh, as you might think, because I don't think he's saying throw all the elections. To yeah, the... I still don't like it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, I could see it. Um, it's it is interesting because he is so, and he admits this that he has been very anti third party in the past. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, there's just not. There's just again, there's not an easy answer here as to how to how to press ahead. It does seem like the GOP is like, uh, you know, in uh, like destroying itself, trying to trying to figure out uh, how it's what how it's going to go uh, going to go but forward. But it's a, it's a process, right? <laughs> I guess a third that, party can be part that. of the process, but I hope not. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I'll have to read it see what it says that, that's kind of uh that's kind of all depressing and uh you know whatever okay can i mention something i know you haven't seen squid game yet you need to watch squid game yeah yeah it's it is getting to the point where so many people are talking about it that uh that you just kind of you have to watch it because everybody likes it so okay i'm gonna say something that's not spoil spoilery okay. good i appreciate it but i I want to know if anybody else thought of this as well. You know, we've already made the connection that it's very battle royale in yeah. in its, you know, plot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it seemed to me like battle royale meets Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it came across that way to anybody else. Yeah. I have seen some scenes and I could see um, why you're saying that. So interesting very interesting okay um let me see if i had anything else yeah now i'm not even like uh sending you the uh the stuff that i have because i don't want to spoil it you just um, don't you want to take me by surprise i do yeah i get your i want to get your natural uh reaction to okay. uh to stuff but uh eh, all the stuff i'm saving is like buffalo bill stuff so <laughs> Ah, that, so that's happy. for the football DMs. So happy. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could talk about the Gruden thing. What do you think of the John Gruden um, thing? I was going to ask you to explain that to me because I'm not super tuned in to that. I just saw that some of his emails came out in a lawsuit. Is that what it was? Is that yeah, how we yeah, know yeah, about yeah. this? Yeah, so, so the way we know about this is um, – there's an internal investigation about uh, about uh, improper you know behavior, uh, but it's it's weird because it has to do with uh, the Washington football team that has no name. Okay. And so what's bizarre is that while they were doing this investigation, they found these emails by John Gruden, who is now the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, or was, and. Uh, um, from 10 years ago, and he said, you know, pretty inappropriate things that now people find very, very, very inappropriate. And uh, and then he just uh, up and quit. Um, so some of them are like homophobic stuff. Some of it is uh, is, uh, you know, the the racist thing is 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 kind of I mean, it does seem racist, but also just kind of seems like it's right on the fence where you're like, well, you know, we probably yeah. shouldn't destroy his career over it. Um, if you, if you've got 10 years ago, maybe it wouldn't even have risen to that. I don't know. I haven't read the email, so I don't know. Yeah. 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 
Um, I just think it's a little overboard. I think society should be like, eh, you know, that was bad. Let's all move on. But, but why were they even reading his emails? Yeah, so I think they were investigating the guy that he sent him to, he sent the emails to. Okay. And because of that, he had to divulge those emails from okay. Gruden, who was an ESPN. Um, Oof. He was he was a, uh, a commenter on uh, on Monday Night Football okay. at the time. So yeah, it's it is a little convoluted, and there is a little bit of people are saying like, wait a minute, how come we know about this guy, but we don't know about the emails from the owners, right? That they were supposed to be investigating. That's a little bit shady. It kind, it, yeah, it kind of feels like the investigation is going after the little guys and yes. not the owners because they they have they're billionaires basically. Right. So, yeah, it's a little weird, and, and I'm not quite sure about that. I think they're overreaching on Gruden, and then it feels like um, if you're gonna if you're looking at 650,000 emails, there's going to be other stuff coming up. Yes. And I get the sense that it's going to be equally unfair and outrageous in our uh, expectations of these guys, right. like especially if these are private. You know, well, this that's is the thing. It's like, stuff, you, like you can can say that what he's saying is inappropriate, yeah. but it was 10 years ago. Um, I don't know that it rises to the level of losing your livelihood. I don't know. Right. It seems like everything does at this point. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you know, I mean, we've got what? politicians that like paraded around in blackface. And they're still, they still right. have their jobs. Just, I mean, just expect that, you know, an email, you know, is, is going to be private. I mean, I, I think where we're heading is, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, they're going to be able to mine through our Twitter DMs and through our Facebook messages. And anything that, you know, that you might have said that that is OK right now, but, but not 20 years, years from now. now yeah. yeah. So you have to you have to look forward and. And uh, be able to guess what's going to be uh, woke and politically correct 20 oh my years gosh, from now. That's that clearly impossible to do. Clearly impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I do think that, you know, fat shaming Sasquatch and being racist against uh, the Chupacabra and other fantastic <laughs> crypto cryptids is part of that list. Like it Demi might Lovato. Be. Demi yeah. Lovato upset that extraterrestrial aliens are called aliens is true. It's very, <laughs> it's. Literally alienating, literally, literally alienating of of fan fantasy, you know, things that don't exist. And uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that she's speaking up for the voiceless. They're voiceless because they don't exist. She is. De- she definitely has issues. Yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, really she says does. so. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Right. Like, why are why are we allowing why these we, people with th- mental th- issues? Th- to- Look, she needs help, and we don't need to be giving her attention for saying stupid things. Oh, my God. Uh, well, listen, if people didn't give people attention for saying stupid things, we wouldn't have a podcast. So do we do we have a podcast? Well, we kind of have. A, I don't know. Just one kind, one kind of. We have papillons. That's all we need. Papillons. Yeah. Then there's that one guy who was like, uh, so I wrote this tweet. I should just read the tweet. Yes, read the tweet. For, in case people missed it. Uh, let's see. Where's the papillondemoniums? Here we go. I said the Smotus, that's me. Smotus for people who don't know is super Mexican of the United States, right? Huh? Clever? Right. 
Got it. Um, yeah. Super is sad. Is sad to announce that St. RPH, which is Matt, will be removed from the Super Podcast Ring of Honor due to resurfaced emails with anti-possum slurs and epithets. Well, I mean, not really sad, but whatever. And so some guy <laughs> was like, wait, does that mean that there's a slot open? <laughs> and I'm like, um, clearly you're not a fan of the podcast. <laughs> because then you would know that Matt has not been on for a few months. Um Near, so, nearly a year. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to let you on the podcast, sir, because you're <sighs> not a fan if you. Unless you can imitate a Louisiana pharmacist <laughs> artist. Oh, yeah. If you can then do that. Maybe. Yeah. Possum hater and, uh, you know, fart joke teller. Yes. Then, uh, then definitely we'll let you on. But uh, the search continues. Anyway. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. And uh, why don't you tell everybody everything about you? You can find me at Jessica Headings. That's it. All right. You can find me at uh, the raccoon. The raccoon. See that you can stuff that in your rectum, and you sound like you got oh, you were like lying. you were so a lying corn cob stuck up your ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and you're gone.